0: Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 80th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new people in the ad industry. This episode we have Elizabeth Flynn, who's most recently a creative director at Digital Integrity Group. You know, Elizabeth, really happy to have you on.
1: Great, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course, maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing you know, with this pandemic the last, what is it, 10 months or so now? where you're quarantining and how you've been keeping busy.
1: Well, um, I'm in Pittman, New Jersey. I'm uh, a sort of Philadelphia exile. We moved to the suburbs three years ago and we are pretty happy that we did so when this happened because we have a nice big house to quarantine in. My son has been home with me since March um, and we have just been you know, working every day, he's like my little coworker. So we just sit next to each other <laughs> and do our stuff. Um, I was working at Digital Integrity Group until May and then coronavirus. And after that, you know, I've been pretty focused on just working on pickup jobs and doing advocacy for different organizations. So i volunteered over the summer for tech for campaigns, which was really exciting. I worked on a team as a UX UI slash web designer to um, create a website for Nina who Nina who is a Florida House District 50 candidate. So that was really exciting, an amazing experience and a great team to work with. And I've worked for creatives for Black Lives. Uh, I helped start an anti-racist group in our little town called Park, Pittman Anti-Racist uh, Collective which uh, we've done a few things. We're mostly focused on policy, local policy. So we have a police committee and an educational committee and I'm in charge of the outreach committee. And then we have a historian on our team who is looking into, you know, history of uh, the past of our town and some of the racist incidents that have happened here. The KKK had a stronghold here. So unfortunately we do cover that on our blog. And um, I've been doing a ton of interesting projects, which is really exciting. Um, My little baby agency just signed a Silicon Valley um, software as a service company, which is a huge coup for me. I'm not allowed to talk about it too much because they are in stealth mode, but uh, it's an open source uh, data aggregator, a client-facing data aggregator. It's really exciting. So... I'm really excited to get started on that, that project starting next week. And I have a number of small local businesses that I work with doing digital marketing. I sort of specialize in launching businesses from the ground up. So if you come to me with like an idea and a plan, I can do everything, you know, brand identity, website, social, and get you up and running and start advertising yourself.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. We're really glad first that, you know, you've been able to keep busy with proactive projects and things that you're passionate about around your town and also working on, you know, your baby agency that you were kind of, you know, starting. Was that started before COVID? Or Actually, not- yeah.
1: Actually, I started it in 2018 when I left my last creative director position. I was in-house um, creative director for the Summers team, which is a real estate group in Philadelphia and i went out on my own and did that for a while until i went over to date
0: great maybe tell everyone a little bit about you know just yourself how you got into this industry how you ended up starting your own agency maybe some background how you got to become a creative director places you've worked clients you've worked on
1: well um being in digital marketing and advertising is a second career for me i was actually a bartender for years and years and uh Seamstress for rock and roll bands. I've done some a a list names. I have most notably, I did a week for Motley Crue uh, years ago. I've done uh, Lenny Kravitz, Elton John, Madonna, Jimmy Buffett. Um, a lot of just pick up work, Backstreet Boys, and you know I lo- I loved the rock and roll lifestyle, and that's how I lived for fifteen years, but. Um, You know, once you get a little older, you want to transition. So about 10 years ago, I started working in digital marketing and advertising. And I love it. And there's a lot of, you would be surprised how many overlaps there are between those two skill sets. Like often you'll see people talking about uh, soft skills and things like that, you know, and what, once you have told the specials to a table of senior citizens, it's, you're sort of fearless <laughs> like as far as presenting, like, you know, um, you're like, it's salmon. <laughs> So, yeah, um, you know, I that's also why I'm such a i am such I know I mentioned to you that my Twitter is basically an AOC stand account. But that's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of her, because she worked in that industry and then transitioned over to be such a well-respected congresswoman. So but uh, so I got into this work going in real estate. That was how I broke into it. And I started out as a digital media manager at a digital media director at a company called Remax Access in Philadelphia. I did that for a while. And I've just had periods of freelancing in between each role that I've had. So I've done a lot of different stuff um, over the years, but, you know, there have been times when I have managed over 70 Facebook pages, you know, I've built like website after website after website, brand identity after brand identity, but I'm kind of a generalist, you know, uh, for the last three years, I've been studying and, uh, working in UX UI. Um, but I have yet to build a whole product. That's one of my goals that I'm looking to do is work in product. And, um, other than that, I'm just really excited. Uh, but the prospects of 2021, everything seems to be moving really quickly. And, um, you know, my own agency seems to be a really interesting thing to pursue, but I'm not against taking a role at the company either. It's just nice to have options.
0: Yeah. I know you mentioned to me when we were catching up the other day, that you're kind of at the crossroads of whether to pursue growing your own you know kind of I want to start up agency or to go back to corporate so what would you say you're looking for in your next role
1: well I'd like something with exciting work um and you know larger clients working I love software as a service as an industry I love fintech there are a lot of agencies in Philadelphia that I you know really look at as being amazing blue Cadet is my favorite they do experiential museum exhibits that are 3D and AR and just amazing Uh, and I love their work and there's other companies Hero Digital, um, Red Tanamer but ideally I'd like to be working in UX UI. Um, The only drawback for me in doing digital marketing and having my own agency is the selling. So you know if you're a person of conscience like myself, you know, sometimes that can get icky to you, Um, you know. uh, So I really love the principles of UX UI where you're solving instead of selling. That's really attractive to me, so.
0: What would you say are some of your better qualities?
1: Well, um, I'm pretty gregarious. I can get along with just about anyone. One of my skills that I have come to rely on in my career is my ability to learn new software and new systems and new processes and just jump on in and find my way. (laughs) So I'd say that's where my confidence lies the most in this work. Um, Also, my background is in writing. I also was, a. have been a lot of things in my life. I've done a lot of different jobs. Um, I was, an artist, an installation artist, um, and a painter before this. And I was also a music writer. So my background is in writing and my degree is in writing. So I would say that I have like this well-rounded ability to, you know, mentor junior copywriters. And I actually do all of the copy for any ads that I run. So.
0: Yeah. I love, you know, kind of the blending of the two that you Are super interested in the UX UI design aspect and totally capable of doing that but also a writer so you almost could handle both you know writing and art direction on your own which is you know super handy especially now when budgets may not be as high instead of hiring two people they could hire one to do the job always always better
1: Yeah. I mean, I, everything I do is always based on strategy and research and everything like that. You know, I won't make a brand or, you know, a website unless of course, you know, I've researched the competitors and seen what's out there. And I'm always trying to strive to stay ahead of the trends, you know, and with the trends of what's possible in our tools. Cause of course that's always changing. And then of course, always keeping up with what, tools are capable of so like i don't know if you're aware of uh the new ios update in um apple you know (laughs) for a facebook media buyer that it it, my whole community is going crazy (laughs) you know we're like what are we going to do (laughs) and so there's like constant discussions on server-side conversions and things like that and you know which websites are capable of that. I'm in the process right now of doing some, you know, uh, some research on, you know, certain CMSs that people might want to use that may not have the capability to install a server-side conversion, which can be a real problem for tracking in the future. So, you know, it gets to the point of like, what platform will you build on if you can't do this kind of advertising in the future?
0: Totally. And it's a, a tricky solve. And I guess that's, you know, when you're running your own agency or doing your own kind of side gigs, that's the things you have to worry about. Versus if you're just a creative director, or maybe there are other roles or people around you that can handle some of that stuff. But as a founder of your own agency, those are a lot of problems that you now need to think of, which helps your, you know, kind of, you know, helps your strengths just being able to learn all these things and know how to implement them in other roles.
1: Yeah. I, you know, to be, to be honest, I've always been a uh, creative director in like startups and scrappy small businesses and things like that. so I've always been a working creative director. I'm not someone that's sitting back here and you know directing my team and just signing yeah. off on things and presenting i'm I'm doing the work um and that's something that I take a lot of pride in and while why. I am very interested in moving into UX, UI also as I try to move into larger organizations because I like to be hands-on and actually, you know, be the,
0: the one that does the work. Yeah, so important and not, you know, a lot of people as they get higher up almost do less. So I think it is important as a creative director, executive creative director to still stay, you know, really hands-on and, and do a lot of the work versus kind of just managing and, and pawning things off.
1: Yeah, that that's something that, um, you know, as, as much as I have run many teams, like, it's really important to me to be a producer, because I feel that so many of my ideas come from, you know, the boxes that we work in and what they're capable of.
0: Totally. Do you have a favorite project? That you've worked on oh, <laughs>
1: you know every project that I work on is my baby and I love it. <laughs> and then I let it go free in the world. <laughs> I love them all uh, for different reasons. My most recent uh, web design, well, it's not my most recent. I have one that's newer, but I did a a web design for a new hair salon in Philadelphia, and it's called Twenty One Hundred One. The URL is the Twenty 21- One zero one dot com and I built it on Wix you know this is a small business and they don't have a lot of bandwidth to you know purchase a huge you know custom website or anything like that but they gave me a lot of creative freedom so I got to just really go crazy and build like this really beautiful colorful website that I just love I love the brand identity and I love how inclusive it is and um, um, you know the owner Nicole is amazing so I'm she's one of my clients now um, she's an ongoing client for me that I'm doing marketing and advertising for her now
0: yeah getting creative freedom is amazing these days when you can get it take advantage of it
1: yeah if you I'm- go look at that website it's like a riot of color like <laughs> it's just maximalist which is something you know very often when we're working you know for corporations or bigger brands. They want that clean, minimal style, which of course, you know, I can work in and do and, you know, then I can just focus on micro interactions and things like that. <laughs> but I, it's just really fun to be able to do something fun like that.
0: Yeah, totally. What would Avis be getting if they did, you know, reach out and hire you?
1: Well, they would be getting somebody that is, um, constantly creative and constantly curious, Um, I'm also, you know, I come from that scrappy entrepreneurial background, so everything I do has that, like, ROI built into it. It's something like, I'm not going to be doing something as much as I love creative freedom. Uh, I'm not going to be doing something unless I think that it's going to work and be profitable. Like, you know, I wouldn't be building a website that took like 15 minutes to load, you know, 15 seconds. (laughs) Um, you know that kind of uh, coming from where I come from, things have to work, and eventually the boss wants to know where their money is going. So being able to show that kind of you know ROI and everything that you do through reports and strategy and everything like that is you know built into everything I do.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, at its core, we're paying for the return on investment. You know, they're giving us <laughs> whatever budget. To- help solve their problems and they need to see a return otherwise we're not doing our job
1: yeah you have to show your value i feel like that's really important and sometimes you know value is intangible and that's one of the things where you have to have that kind of vision to be able to present you know why something like a brand awareness campaign is worth spending money on you know and what you can do with going out of the box with interesting new strategies you know i saw these two guys uh, recently in, I think in London, went around and bought the TikTok name and opened a TikTok in every okay. agency. <laughs> I, love, I love that, you know, that kind of innovation is so interesting to me and cool. And it's just bold and brash and I love it, you know? And that's the kind of thing like, I like to take risks like that um, as well, though probably not that risky, <laughs> but I, All I admire it. Got a job somewhere they did i think i saw on twitter like people are being like i'll hire them right now <laughs> yeah That's smart. it's smart you know i do uh i'd like to be doing some some stuff with tiktok i think it's super interesting um i've really found the best fit i'm kind of moving that little hair salon into that um but i'd love to do something larger scale with that because i think it, it's really interesting as far as the platform is concerned and there's been so many issues with Facebook and Instagram advertising recently, you know, with everything that's going on. I mean, I had to pause all of my campaigns um, around the election. I was just like, turn them off. I <laughs> turned them all off. Cause, you know, we didn't know it was going to happen. And,
0: you know, so fortunately, we didn't use any money over that. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, there's so much creative opportunity there. and.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just getting into all the things that you can do, so that's one of the things that I'm really interested in. Um I you know, I have so many things that I I want to learn and um, that I'm pursuing. You know, I could all day really spend that learning just learning stuff. <laughs>
0: Are you looking for freelance or full time or no real preference?
1: You know, I like I said, I'm not really sure. Um I my book is full right now with clients, which is awesome. But, you know, um, I do feel also ready for like a larger corporate role. So I'm kind of in the position where if I was to get a corporate role, I could probably hire and train for my agency and kind of manage that on the side and keep the clients I have and keep them happy with hiring someone to keep it going. I, I think that's a mistake that I've made in the past is that, once i do get a role i just throw everything into that and i don't maintain my side agency and then you know if you leave that role then you you're over here building an agency that you know has you know 2018 branding (laughs) you know so that's uh something i think that even if i was to get a full-time role i would keep working with my agency keep it coming with the clients that i have and at a low level. Maintain and satisfy who I have, and you know not be searching
0: for those bigger clients later yeah, totally yeah you you seem very busy, which is a good thing, but what do you like to do outside of work? Oh, you know
1: honestly, I'm a mom
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm a mom in
1: quarantine, I mostly when I'm not working and sleeping um or cleaning or moming um I'm getting into doing more yoga. and There's a track at the end of my street that I run, but I mean, honestly, besides that, I'm just very into social media, and like online, pretty much all the time. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram is probably my least favorite because um, I'm sort of more into reading uh, and I do activism.
0: Great. I mean, definitely busy, which is which is great, and always good to have some spare time to unwind (laughs)
1: like falling asleep at my desk
0: (laughs) i mean that's really for me the last question which you, you know touched on already is if there is a dream agency or client or maybe even brand that you either want to work for or work with at your own you know agency
1: oh my gosh i mean blue cadet is my my dream um i love them so much um but there's so many, you know, agencies out there that are interesting in Philadelphia. Um, I love Red Tetamer, Brown Scene, um, Hero Digital is one that I really like. Think company. It's really interesting. There's just a lot out there that uh I'd like to work with. Um and as far as clients, I would like to be working more with software as a service companies and I'd like to be working more with FinTech. And companies that are you know doing really interesting, innovative things in their spaces when doing product, I'd like to be doing product design
0: great, well, amazing, thanks so much for for taking time and popping on this morning.
1: Thank you so much i I really, really appreciate being here, and thank you so much for uh, bringing me on.
0: yeah, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: Um My email is Beth at inclusive creative dot services. And you can find me there.
0: Great. Well, good luck and and thanks so much. That's a wrap for the 80th episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. You can now check out all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks so much.